you can't rely on many things in life but one thing you can be certain of is that one season follows the next spring feeds into summer summer into autumn and winter and my patio garden changes with the seasons my aim as always is to keep the color coming for as long as possible through the year so i want my pots and containers as well as my borders to be full of color and interest week after week after week and now that we've moved from summer onwards autumn and winter are my main gardening focus it was certainly a great summer and the bedding plants have loved it my patio displays have provided week after week of color but they have needed daily watering throughout the heat wave to keep the plants growing and ensuring a good succession of bloom my favorites have included osteospermum blue-eyed beauty with its cheerful golden daisy-shaped flowers and deep purple blue eye in the center the heat loving geraniums love that heat wave in summer or they should be correctly called pelagoniums especially this impressive variety geranium zonali dolce vita and pink and my favorite fragrant summer bedding plant of all is nemesia wisley vanilla with flowers that fill the surrounding air with a sweet scent of vanilla all three have impressive repeat flowering performance too now those pots were planted in may and they produce flowers right the way through summer lasting until the end of september but as the days gradually get shorter and the weather cooler it's time to move my focus from summer to autumn and winter displays I want the pots I look out onto each day to continue providing that interest. So the summer bedding will now be removed and replaced with plants looking their best through the coming months. There's lots to choose from, especially if you embrace plants with interesting evergreen foliage or fruits and berries, in addition to flowers, of course. Let's start with autumn flowers. Dwarf cyclamen are a favorite and are available in a wide range of colors from pinks and purples through to red and white and often multicolored and fringed too. These are dwarf varieties of those familiar indoor cyclamen houseplants, varieties of cyclamen persicum that you'll often find available as gifts around Christmas. But these autumn flowering cyclamen are perfect for autumn pots and window boxes as they're small and compact, not unlike the hardy outdoor species of cyclamen like Cyclamen heterofolium and Cyclamen cuum that flower well in dappled shade, perhaps in a shaded woodland area on a woodland floor. In addition to flower color, their marbled and patterned leaves add to their impact in patio displays too. I particularly like those highly marked with silvery, almost metallic markings. I even found an exquisitely perfumed variety this autumn called Cyclamen Absolute de Morel with lovely deep pink markings and fringing on its white petals. The flowers, they were richly scented. So I've grown them somewhere that you can enjoy their fragrance or even bring the pots indoors to enjoy on a windowsill. 
Don't forget to deadhead sigma regularly by grasping the stalk of the faded flower, then twist and tug quickly at the same time. Snap it off at its base completely. Don't just pinch off the flower head or the stalk can rot and turn soft and squidgy and this rot can spread back into the tuber. Remove faded leaves in the same way or grey mould or botrytis can set in and spread to other leaves and new flowers growing up from the top of the tuber which rests just above the surface of the compost. And if you protect these tender tubers over winter from cold and wet, you might even be able to save them to replant again next year. There's a lovely range of autumn flowering heathers, varieties of Coluna vulgaris called garden girls. These are bud blooming heathers that carry their colourful flower heads for many, many weeks, as colourful in tight bud as they are when their flowers are fully open, hence their name of bud bloomers. This long season of colour makes them ideal for autumn and winter pots. They range in colour from white through to shades of red and pink. Outdoor chrysanthemums are another traditional hardy perennial that I wait with anticipation to bloom each year. My plants have been grown in their pots all year. And being perennials, these are the same plants that flowered on my patio last autumn and the autumn before. But the clumps get a little bigger and larger over time. Dozens of stems grow up from the base through the year with signs of tiny buds but the tips of each shoot growing more visible as we move through from August into September and on into October. My varieties will be in full flower probably October into November. You'll find plants in full flower in a multitude of colours available to buy at garden centres right the way through the autumn months. After I've enjoyed their flower displays, I'll leave the plants in their large pots and the cold winter weather will kill off the tops. But around about March time, I'll cut these dead stems back to their base, just above compost level, making room for new shoots to grow up from the base through spring and summer to get ready for flowering again next autumn. And so the cycle continues. That's the value of hardy perennials. You'll really get your money's worth. Before I describe some of the plant combination recipes I've developed in my patio pots over the last few years, there's just one more group of flowering plants I must mention, and that's pansies and violas. These bedding plants are great value when you're gardening on a budget and they have a wonderful repeat flowering habit, producing new flowers continually through autumn, winter and into spring. They come in such a wide range of colours and mixtures, they're certain to be one that takes your fancy. And their happy little faces are certain to bring a smile to your face during winter too. To keep pansies and violas blooming, just snip off the faded flowers, as they have a habit of forming little seed heads, which you don't want. Keep pots watered when conditions are dry, which they often can be through the winter and spring and be on the lookout for green fly pests, especially on the underside of leaves, treating the plants with an organic spray if necessary. For one of my autumn winter pot arrangements, I've chosen a cheery yellow viola that will shine out on dull days. To get started, I've chosen a large patio pot. This will hold a greater variety and number of plants in a small pot 
to create a much more impressive display. My pot is made of terracotta, which is porous. It's a breathable material. So to keep the compost moister for longer, I line the inside with pieces of plastic cut from old compost bags. Then I fill with a good quality multi-purpose compost. I prefer using a peat-free compost if I can find one, to which I add some slow-release fertilizer granules mixed well into the compost. Now for the plants. First things first, water everything well before planting. To add height with its beautifully variegated foliage, I'm a great fan of a spurge called Euphorbia ascot rainbow, which has a greyish green leaf with an irregular golden edge. And these take on a pink tinge during cold winter weather. It's the leaves that add interest through the winter, but heads of flower develop at the tips of each stem through spring into early summer. For my second plant, I've chosen an evergreen shrub called Skimmia. You'll find lots of suitable varieties for growing in pots, and I'll cover some of these later, but I like Skimmia rubella. This is a male form with deep green leaves and flowers at the tips of each shoot that have a deep pink bud through the winter time. For some colorful berries, I've chosen Panettia mucronata, the prickly heath. You'll sometimes find this sold as Gaultheria mucronata, which is exactly the same thing. Check the surface of the pot for weeds, moss, or other unwanted growth, and pick this off before planting. Bittercress is one weed you'll often find on new plant purchases, so pick it off rather than allow it to develop and spread around your garden. If it has some really good clusters of berries, then place these close to the edge of the pot so that they just hang over the side. As before, I fill in around the root ball of the shrub with a little compost as I plant, pushing it down firmly with my fingertips to remove any air pockets and adjusting its position and level. And for the finishing touch, I recommend violas, repeat flowering bedding plants that bloom successionally until spring. Plant generously to fill in around the shrubs and completely cover the compost. Bright yellow violas look really cheerful during the cold, dull days of winter, and they match the golden stripe in the leaf of Euphorbia ascot rainbow, as well as contrasting nicely with the pink berries of the Panettia and the lovely red blooms of Skimia rubella. Just water well after planting to settle the compost in around the root balls of the shrubs and bedding. Then check weekly to ensure the compost remains moist and doesn't dry out completely. Back to Skimia for a moment. The Skimia rubella I planted in this arrangement is a male form of Skimia. And you'll find some Skimia are male, some are female, and some are both. Skimia Q green is another popular male form with glossy green evergreen leaves and large green flower heads through winter that open into white flowers in late spring. These flowers are sometimes called terminal panicles, which describes their form. Skimia finchi has white flowers and plain green leaves, but for variegated foliage, look for the much dwarfer Skimia magic marlow with a creamy edge to its leaves and red winter flower buds bursting open into fragrant white flowers in spring. Or there is a slightly more vigorous variegated form called Skimia parosa. 
Now while the male forms produce lovely flowers, do check out the female varieties as these produce brilliant berries. There's Skimmia Nymans, Temptation, Obsession, all with red berries and there's Q White with white berries. So remember this when you're buying burying forms of skimmia as you won't get berries in future years if you don't have a male skimmia nearby to pollinate the flowers. An exception to this is skimmia reevesiana which produces both male and female flowers on the same plant so it can pollinate itself to produce dense heads of pink tinged red berries. Absolutely glorious. There are lots more too, so do check online to see which varieties of skimmia are available. Another lovely burying shrub is Calicarpa, often called the beauty berry. Profusion is the most common variety you'll find with tight clusters of purple blue berries packed close to the stems. The berries start developing their rich jewel-like colour through autumn but their leaves will fall when conditions turn cooler so the berries are displayed on bare stems. There is a smaller more compact form called Calicarpa profusion dwarf that could be a better choice for container growing in the longer run and I recently discovered a white form called Snow Queen and another called Snow Star with large clusters of white bead-like berries. And as with any plant with berries, you'll find that they're attractive to birds too. They'll soon spot them gradually eating a lot when other sources of food run low through winter. But don't forget foliage or colorful leaves in your displays as these can provide a longer lasting display than berries and flowers. Small pots of evergreen shrubs are usually available in garden centers for planting in autumn and winter displays. Ivy is valuable for planting around the edges of pots and baskets so it can spread and trail down the sides. Go for small leaved ivy, not large leaved ones that you'd normally find camouflaging walls and fences around gardens. They have a much more manageable habit, they'll stay dwarfer and while the plain green ones look good there are lots of variegated ones too. And talking about variegated foliage, you can often find small plants of shrubs like Osmanthus goshiki with its holly light leaves carrying lovely creamy golden markings. The new growth at the shoot tips next spring is going to be pink when it's young and this compact shrub is slow growing too. Another evergreen shrub planting combination I've tried is using the similar speckled leaf Osmanthus tricolor with a formium called Golden Ray, which has long, narrow, upright leaves, each striped green and golden cream along the entire length. And for contrast, use a bushy panettia, generously covered with white berries that the blackbirds picked off and enjoyed through winter. For a small pot, try planting a single evergreen grass like Carex Evergold with green bands down either side of a golden leaf. Carex is a lovely bushy grass with arching leaves and I find these a very valuable contribution to my pot displays all year round. If the leaves turn brown at the tips over time, you can cut back the whole length of the leaf right back to its base at compost level, keeping the pot watered and fed 
a new flush of green leaves will soon grow out to replace them. As with anything in a pot, just remember to put a few crocks or broken bits of terracotta pot in the base of the pot to help drainage. Use a good quality multi-purpose compost or one specially formulated for container gardening and plant so the top of the root ball just sits below the rim of the main pot as leaving that little gap at the top of the pot between the pot and the compost level does make watering much easier. You can then pour in water from the top and let it soak down without it spilling over the rim of the pot. There are lots of evergreen shrubs to pick for pots. Things like holly or the spotted laurel, Orchipa japonica, that provides lovely bold foliage feature in a large terracotta pot. Or how about Fatsia spider's web with its large palm-shaped leaves? You can get plain green varieties of Fatsia, also commonly called the Japanese Aurelia, but spider's web has really beautiful speckled white markings on its leaves. I've seen it described as if it's something that's been speckled with white icing sugar over the foliage itself. A single plant in a large pot will grow into a really super feature plant and looks good all year round, but it does prefer a slightly sheltered position in dappled shade and some winter protection in really cold areas. There are many other hardy shrubs with bold form and strong architectural presence that can be left in pots all year round. Things like the cabbage palms or cordylines. I've planted the variegated cordyline torbay dazzler in a large pot where it sits out on my patio all year round. In cold districts, some people might gently tie up the leaves rather like closing an umbrella to prevent snow sitting on top and damaging the leaves during winter. Perhaps wrapping with fleece during the cold winter months. But in my home in the East Midlands, I've never resorted to this. Another bold architectural shrub I grow has the common name of Adam's Needle because of the sharp tips to its long strap-like leaves. This is Yucca Gloriosa Variegata. I've planted this as the centerpiece in a large terracotta pot where it permanently sits on my patio. But to ring the changes to my display, I've chosen different bedding plants to plant around my yucca through the seasons. For summer, I might grow something like Petunia Queen of Hearts or the fragrant Nemesia Wisley Vanilla, removing these in September and replacing with winter flowering pansies or violas. So a single large pot can always put on a display with seasonal bedding helping to ring the changes. Hardy evergreen shrubs like conifers have their place and young plants of dwarf and slow growing varieties make a bold statement in a large pot, perhaps used as the centerpiece plant surrounded by bedding, you'll often find a bright golden variety of cupressus called gold crest, a lovely upright conifer that's ideal in an autumn winter container display. There are lots of others too. I've also loved Chamisipris pacifera boulevard as I find its soft silvery gray foliage really tactile. It's lovely running your fingers over it as you pass. And if after a few seasons these conifers grow too large for the pot display, they can always be transplanted out into a new permanent home in your garden instead. 
one hardy perennial I'm becoming quite a fan of, a hoikara, often called coral bells, which refers to the dainty flower stems that develop in long succession over summer. However, it's not actually the flowers I value most, but their colourful foliage. These are low-growing, mound-forming hardy perennials that look good almost all year round due to their colourful leaves that come in an exciting range of colours. Plant breeders have really been creative developing new varieties of these lovely hardy perennials and you'll find named varieties with colourful leaves, often variegated, speckled. There are so many that I came across a wonderful nursery called Hoikeraholics based in the New Forest at Lymington in Hampshire, which lists almost 200 varieties in green and peach, gold and purple, lime, orange, silver, black, and many more. Many varieties are good in the sun, particularly the darker leaved ones, like the strong growing obsidian with its nearly black glossy leaves, but most like dappled shade especially paler coloured varieties like a, a new one I got this year called Glitter with silvery, shiny, almost metallic leaves deeply patterned with a network of dark veins. For an autumn winter pot last year, I planted Hoikra Georgia Plum, which has lobed purplish pink leaves with deep purple veins. But there are dozens of varieties of hoikara to choose from to suit any colour scheme that you might have, such as marmalade with orangey leaves, silver gumdrop with broad silver leaves, the deep moody foliage, forever purple, or an interesting new variety called frilly with ruffled leaves in golden amber, caramel and red. It's got dense, sturdy habit, grows to a height of about 30 centimetres, so it's perfect in a pot. And as always, the plant breeders have had fun crossing Hoikara with Tiarella to breed varieties called Hoikarella, like the lovely kimono, with pronged, pointed, silvery green leaves marked with bold, dark midribs. Hoikarellas are also evergreen and good in shade with a mounded habit, but on the whole, they're slightly more vigorous than hoikaras. And don't forget, hoikaras and their relatives are just as much at home in borders as they are in pots for a beautiful seasonal display. So there you have it, a few ideas to keep the colour coming changing the displays in your pots and your containers, in your hanging baskets, in your window boxes, and filling them with plants, which are going to give week after week of interest, structure, color, berries, flowers, through those autumn and winter months, eventually feeding through to spring. And once we get through to summer again next year, they can be replaced with things to give us more summer color over the summer months next year. But for now, my focus is on autumn and winter, and I hope this video has given you a few ideas of the plants which are available in nurseries and garden centres to fill your pots with colour and make your garden the focus of your attention over the coming weeks and months.